Hi, this is episode 12 of Let's Talk Horses with Meg Parkinson. Today is a bit of a different episode. Um, We have just been to the Royal Windsor Horse Show and so I thought I would waffle my way through a debrief of all the things I learned, how it went and include you guys in it. So enjoy. Hi, how are you doing? So this is a debrief, really. Chance for me to ponder, talk through what I learnt taking the two girls to the Royal Windsor Horse Show. And I thought instead of me just mulling it over in my head that I'd include you guys. Um, So you've got the sound of nature because I'm about to go and poo-pick the horses fields as I do this. So we took Apple and Daffy to the Royal Windsor, which uh, is no mean feat because we aren't near the Royal Windsor. I know a lot of people drove a lot further than we did, but it was a good four hour drive. Um, And if you know my story, I actually had has a lot had my license taken away from me due to sight issues or going blind uh, for a year so I've only actually been back driving for a month or so um, so we haven't really done any big trips and excursions just like the rest of us probably as well as not being able to drive but also Covid and the fact that nothing's really been happening so it was it was an interesting process I have to say with um the run-up to it because whereas i've been it's not the first time i've been to the royal windsor been to the royal windsor many a time over many years but i haven't been for quite a few years but it used to be not such a huge thing or i can't remember it as being such a big thing in my head but then i suppose i didn't have a child at that time so i could be quite selfish in a good way but i don't have to think about myself and the horses but yeah there was a definite anxiety running up to um, going. The early start was something that I was definitely quite anxious about and again not I'm fine getting up early it's not an issue for me but um, we had to take my daughter Olive with us because my husband was working so she's just turned three and we had to leave at 2am. <laughs> something ridiculous like that. Um, so I was just really aware of that logistical stuff going on that I had to load the horses and then and and I know I'm speaking from a place of privilege of the fact that my horses are in my back garden because trust me I'm 38 years old nearly and they have only been in my back garden for the last couple of years so it would have been even more of a nightmare um, if I had to go to the yard for example um, I probably wouldn't have been able to take her to be fair so yeah leading up to it I was definitely quite anxious we had badminton we, t- we took ourselves to badminton the weekend before so that was another big excursion and I think that really helped because up until we'd gone to badminton I basically hadn't left the farm for or a 10 mile vicinity of the farm for about three years oh I had but we hadn't really gone around the M25 
and we hadn't really gone that far so there was a lot of kind of jangliness inside that I couldn't quite put my finger on but now reflecting on it I know that it was about the distance and it was about we're going to break down and the car hasn't done that for a long time and I haven't towed for a long time because we had a horse box up until last year when she decided to die a very nice death so um previous to the horse box I towed but I'd had my horse box for about 15 years so I hadn't actually towed that far for a very long time and so there was a lot anyway a lot going on in my head um, that was quite funny really because when it actually then came to the thinking about the thing that I would normally be worried about was the way the horse went <laughs> that was like last on the list and there felt so much other things to to get over that prepping and sorting the ponies out were or my pony especially I think also I was aware that we were taking Daff and her little jockey Ali who's only 15 and she's never done anything like that before of that of such a big occasion so I was very much aware that I wanted her to have a really good experience because I absolutely love the show so there was a lot going on for me as not only a rider but as an owner for the other horse and as a trainer head driver everything really mum um so the run-up was quite quiet in the horse side of things i with apple to be fair she's I knew that she wasn't really the judges don't really like her so I knew she wasn't really going to be competitive in it so I just want the reason what so you might think why bloody hell do you bother Meg so let's start from there why do I bother going not only do I like the show but I could go to the show without horses but it's an atmosphere that actually very rarely can you let horses have and I was actually li listening to a little while ago when the winter dressage championships were at Hartbury listening to the BD podcast where they were interviewing all the winners and the biggest thing that was coming out from this was how much atmosphere there was there how the horses weren't used to it there was loudspeakers there was flags there was music the whole shebang because it was a championship and the horses were struggling with it because they'd never they hadn't come across it and I'm lucky enough in that the girls are, do have a showing class attached to their breed. They might, might not be um, classical dressage horses, but in, a, in effect, they're more likely to be show ponies because you can do the colours classes and they can do the traditionals. So we can get, I can get my horses out to that kind of atmosphere when the pressure really isn't on me apples qualified for all the championships so the from the pet plans to the regionals to the associates this year so she my plan is to get her to as many of those as i possibly can and i think i would be foolish to miss the opportunity to get her in front of similar occasions and atmosphere so when we do go to the regionals or the um whatever whatever championship we go to if there is an element of an atmosphere there i will i will i know i will feel more pressure on myself because 
I know she has more of a potential to do well in that. So then I don't want that pressure and the fact that she hasn't heard loud music or loudspeakers all kind of bubbling into one pot. So, um, and little Daffy actually, she's, she, it's her novice year. So she's just, we're just finding her out really. She's, I mean, I've had her since the same length of time as Apple, but she's done a lot less. So for her, it was for me to see how Ali coped, and I am, I'm not taking them from scratch. We have been out to some showing shows, etc. But we just haven't done anything that big because all our county shows have been cancelled the last couple of years. So we, um, I wanted to see how they coped, and I wanted to give Ali that experience. So again, I have always found that in a safe, kind, supported way, if my comfort zone can be stretched, when I come back home to do what I used to feel was quite like at my limit, suddenly feels a little bit easier. So you think, so for her to go and do that and ride and such, she's never ridden. I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't. I said to her the day before, it's not really a so the Royal Windsor wasn't a qualifier for anything and what I mean by that for those that aren't in the showing world some classes are qualifiers for Royal International Horse Show or Horse of the Year Show so those classes if you come in the top two or three you get a ticket and the ticket will is basically you get a pass to take your horse to compete at the Royal International or the Horse of the Year show. And there's other qualifiers that are a bit lower level. Um, your Ponies UK, your Equifer, oh, Ponies UK doesn't exist anymore, it's UK Horses and Ponies, your BPS, your Equifest and all of that side of things. But ultimately, the biggest pull for riders are the Hoys and the Royal International. And that'll pull all your producers because they want to get their horses to the Royal International or the Horse of the Year show. Now the Royal Windsor wasn't a qualifier for any of those, so I said to Ali the day before, I don't even know really what to expect in numbers wise. We were the first class on. Royal Windsor didn't have any stabling for showing people this year. So in previous years when I've taken them, if we were the class time that we were, we would have stayed overnight, which would have made it much, much easier. More expensive, yes, but much, much easier. And much more tempting so i said either the class won't be that busy because no one's as mad as we are to do this or because it's the royal windsor that natural kind of want to compete there will just do what it did to us and go let's do it and apparently we are all as mad as each other because pretty much every traditional that competes on the showing circuit turned up at Royal Windsor I have never well I have in my younger days but recently I haven't seen a class as big as it was it was huge I think there was 28 of us it felt like there was about 50 of us because just all the fluff I think every bit of fluff kind of counts for two horses so it was just hair and feathers flying everywhere um and yeah so we got there we left at about 2, 2.30 in the morning. Um, I saw Ben Mayer in the Starbucks, Starbucks drive-through at South Mims. So I was proud of that. I absolutely fangirled over that. Um, Harry Styles could walk past me in the street and wouldn't know who the hell he was, but Ben Mayer, I could see him through the window as he was ordering his coffee to go head off to the World Winter. 
oh you should have seen me literally ran out of the car going girls girls so i am slightly embarrassing when people like that see around <laughs> anyway got there about six ish uh 6 30 their class was 8 a.m so i wanted if you've ever been to the royal windsor or have never been to the royal windsor the lorry park is the other side of the road so it's quite far away from the actual showground um, you have to go under a bridge called Victoria Bridge, which is like iconic and down like next to the Thames, which is where all the photos are taken and then into the showground. So it's not a case of kind of like rocking up, whacking your tack on, warming up quite close. You have to leave a reasonable amount of time to actually get to your warm up arena. Um, there's a lot of buzz. There's a lot of... I just thought I pulled my mic out, but I didn't. There's a lot of buzz going on. There's a lot of things for them to look at. You tend, you can sometimes be going under the bridge with a horse, like surrounded by horse and carriages, had that done before, or with the Pony Club Mountain Games teams going through and your horse can have a total fit before you even get there. So you do need to give yourself time. So that's why we gave ourselves time. We've also got fluffies that poo all over themselves in the trailer. So need to give ourselves that time, much time too comment of the day was as we pulled into the showground my little girly olive well we need to wake the queen up can we go and wake her up she needs to be here which made us all crack up and that kept us going for the whole day <laughs> anyway got the horses all ready and i have to say this is the furthest these two girls have traveled they've done local but they've never done far i mean up to about a year ago they barely traveled at all um, because they were brought to me in my field and that's basically where they stayed until i started doing work with them so i was so proud of how they coped with the journey they didn't get hot they didn't get worried we have one of those trailer cams um if you haven't got one and you tow they're about 150 quid they are the they're the best best thing that you could ever buy when you're towing because you can see that they're fine and especially if you've moved from a lorry where you can get up and check them to a trailer oh my god it's just amazing just takes out that whole worry of are they coping so we could watch them one just fell asleep one just ate hay the whole way there and they traveled really well and we got there and the lorry park was already buzzing ponies being warmed up um just natural normal show atmosphere but probably times it by 10 and they came off um got them all ready brilliant that walk to the main showground uh both girls coped with everything i could feel with apple so apple's a real so I'll tell you about the Mahoney's. Apple's a real introvert, and I've always known this. They're very different. Apple is mine, the, my piebald black and white one that I ride. I mean, they're both mine, but she's the one I ride. And um, she's a real introvert. So when she's not sure about anything, she goes in on herself. She goes quieter. You get, she goes a bit more uh, what is known as dead to the leg. But ultimately, she's just kind of pulling away from everything and going inwards because that's how she copes. Um, it's like someone who's an introvert going into a really busy room they just get quieter Daffy on the other hand is a total extrovert and if she she wears a heart on her sleeve 
you know exactly how she's feeling but she absolutely loves um, being part of something so Daffy's most unhappiest days were when I only had the time and also I was having a baby so I could only do apple and Daffy was still not broken in or back to this point I can't use the words broken in she wasn't be I hadn't got that far with her so she was just kind of being a companion pet she hated it because she wanted to be part of the team wanted to be part of all the buzz so she is a big extrovert but obviously we've never taken her to something like this so as we were walking over I could really feel Apple just a bit shutting down on me and I was so my warm-up was all about her trying trying to bring her back so shouting at her would be like shouting at a shy kid to talk like it's not actually going to work so I just tried to do lots of transitions and try to get her confidence back in me I had to check in on myself that I wasn't passing on nerves unduly to her because obviously then she'd be like well if you're worried mum then I'm even more worried so I could feel she was she was taking everything in but it was a lot for her so I had that in my mind but she was she was coping and she wasn't unhappy at this point um, she was her normal kind of quiet self at occasion like that um, Daffy, however, was loving life. She thought she'd died and gone to heaven with however many um, fluffies were around her and that there were so many people there and that uh, she could just show off and flick her toes. So she, she was loving it. Um, Ali had a little mishap at the last show where Daff, um, Daffy loved it a bit too much and put a buck in into the canter and Ali took a free flight. To the floor so i hopped on her and did her first canter she was fine so ali hopped back on we didn't want to take too much out of her because she because she loves life so much and she's only getting going her stamina doesn't last very long so she did a, a less of a warm-up because i didn't feel she needed it apple did a little bit more because i felt like she needed her mind brought and focused back to us as a team rather than if i'd have done if i'd have been too quiet with her then that would have that would have kind of freaked her out even more um and then we went in and one of the girls on social media i don't know who it is that was obviously still in the class uh was quite right jurassic park music was kind of the theme of the royal windsor <laughs> they played this music so and loud I've never heard it so loud and there's speakers all around the ring and they played it for the whole of the class they obviously know that watching showing can be a little bit tedious so they thought they'd spice it up but <laughs> blimey I actually quite enjoyed it it made me um, smile and relax a little bit more but I could see some of the horses really weren't enjoying it um, so they did yeah they entertained us like that so they played the music we all went, had this music going on as we went in the go round. Once they realised that they couldn't fit us all in in one go round, they split the class. Oddly, they kind of just took like nine out of the line and then left everyone else going round. We were everyone else. But I have to say, so I kept, because I wanted uh, Daffy and Ali to have a really positive experience. I genuinely didn't care about my, my like, prospects i didn't think we were going to get anywhere anyway um so daff followed me because i knew this whole thing probably would have blown ali's brain a little bit so i was there to help her um and they were actually both really good in the go round apple was her normal 
slightly spooky self at things like banners and stuff but she again she seemed to cope with that um looking back at the video daffy was just like woohoo and ali said she's basically she had no breaks but that's fine um and yeah we did the go around walk trot canter change train canter and the one thing i was really happy about was last year when i did try to show out apple we had no extension like she knew she's an amazing at collecting and shortening but she's not brilliant at lengthening um, and expanding her body that's just not where she likes to go and we got the best gallop that she's ever done so I was over the moon by that and because she went Daffy went so that gave Atali a really good feel so I was really over the moon by that and then and the fact that immediately you pull them up and they just kind of walk on a long rein is just incredible just blows my mind these ponies because quite a lot of horses would do a gallop like that and then be like woohoo let's go let's go but they they relaxed and they dropped and they were fine um but that's when apple's comfort ended so because they split the class we then pulled in and the rest of them did their go round and of course neither of mine have experienced this so we've got the music playing you've got quite a few people watching because you've got everyone's supporters there so there was a lot of buzz and there was a lot of noise and apple's just never experienced well no, neither of them have but apple it didn't it didn't sit well with apple the whole everyone else is still moving around me and oh they're galloping as well mum kind of thing and i could feel her starting that kind of limit of comfort starting to be hit and for the first time ever really she started to really she did what an introvert can really do is suddenly put on this new persona of what feels to maybe the inexperienced eye a sudden extroverted uh expressions um sudden real like loud noises of this is what i'm not happy so she was scraping the ground she was fidgety um which isn't what i would label as her but at the same time i know if an introvert reaches their their kind of cooking point they then go right i need to say something now and give her a due i feel really happy with the fact that she felt safe enough to say it and i said that sounds mental but some horses are so introverted so in themselves that actually them feeling like they can tell you they're not happy is a really big thing and that takes a lot of trust in the person that they're with so the fact that she was like mum they're galloping i don't get this can you help me here i just thought do you know what you're amazing well done thank you for speaking out thank you for telling me you're not like thank you for saying that this is not feeling good for you um so just as i was like i think i'm gonna pull her out they were like oh walk on so we all walked on and then they did the pull in and i made the decision that we weren't going to stand anywhere with anyone else around us because i didn't want her me to feel like i had to kind of suppress what she was saying because i was worried that other people were around us so i went and stood at the end but even with that she was like right i'm done so 
we were done. And I wasn't going to make her stay there because I didn't feel like it was a behavioural thing. It wasn't her misbehaving. It was her genuinely saying, do you know what, mum? I vote for going down the centre line with no one watching me. <laughs> but this whole thing is, is, is not my bag. And luckily for me, I don't, I don't hang my life on that need for her to do that. So off I popped, said to Ali, Daffy was being amazing. And I was really aware that I was about to leave the two of them in the ring to cope. But I also knew that my amazing friend and super groom, Charlotte, was about to come in because they were pulling the grooms in. So I felt like, right, this feels a safe moment that Ali and Daffy aren't going to be left on their own. They've got another one of our team coming in so that's supporting and but actually apple needs to get out of here apple it's not going to be any good for her if i force this to stay so off, off a pop did you know you have to ask the judge to leave i asked the steward and the steward was like you need to ask the judge i was like okay then so i went and asked the judge and the judge was like yeah that's fine i was like well if you just what are they gonna do they can say no no you must stay here and upset the whole class and upset your horse so i left and we found a quiet little corner hidden so apple and daff didn't know each other were there still um, but i could just see through the gaps the ring and apple just spent the next hour eating the queen's finest grass which she was very happy with she relaxed very quickly when um she realized she didn't have to listen to Jurassic Park music anymore and then she became a petting pony because where I'd found us to stand unbeknownst to me was basically the the entrance to where quite a lot of the public were walking in and all the little kids were like oh pony and she's amazing with kids so her new role in life at shows <laughs> trust me I'm not going to take her to those kinds of shows again but um would be as a petting pony. I think she'd be quite good. Um, she was amazing with them and she chilled and she ate and she, she, her whole kind of softness came back to her and she realized that actually speaking her mind was a successful thing to do. She wasn't kind of forced in any sort of way and um, she basically was really happy um, and chilled, which was nice to see her and the place where I found was still within the showground. So we still had like generators running and there were still flags around us and things like that. And that really wasn't bothering her. I genuinely think it was like the overwhelming number of horses in that class. I mean, if you go from warming up at a dressage competition where there's like two and maybe in a local show where there's nine to tripling that, that's quite a big jump for them. So she just said, um, I don't really like that many horses, mum. And then, yeah, so we, and Daffy stayed in, stood really well, which again, so impressed because I don't think many horses where their mate left the ring would do that, and she did. Um, as I said, she was well in her element, loved it. But unfortunately, because I dragged her down to the bottom of the lineup because I didn't want Apple standing anywhere. It meant that she was basically standing still for about an hour in and it was getting hotter and hotter and hotter. So by the time she did her personal show, Daffy was like, what? 
Are we? I thought we were going to go to sleep now. So um, she didn't switch on, but Ali kept her calm, rode beautifully. Yes, didn't get everything perfect from the pony, but ultimately there was no idiocy. She stayed the whole class. And I'm just so, so proud of them both. And I'm really proud of that huge amount of lessons for all of us. And it was well worth the 2 a.m. start. And then we went and had some photos taken by the river. By this point, both horses were just, they were there now. They were kind of like, okay, yeah, we get this. Um, and maybe that's, maybe for Apple, that was the hardest thing is that the atmosphere, like, cause they were first class in, they didn't get a chance to kind of soak the atmosphere up before they went in. It kind of built when they were in there. So maybe that was it, but do you know what? she's done what she, i wanted her to do i wanted her to get that experience of the atmosphere i absolutely adore dressage she loves dressage we love working within the dressage kind of structure so we've done we've gone we've done we've got a picture she's got that atmosphere um job done and i know now that showing wise i'll focus on ali and daffy getting that experience more and more and more taking olive and elsa out and um apple can stick to what she loves which is within the whiteboards and she'll be a happy little pony um and the, my friend kindly babysat the horses whilst we had a little look around royal windsor i do fear that i've slightly broken my child's ability to be good at shows because we have unfortunately call, called both badminton and windsor pony parties and to put that on level, we also call like local dressage competitions, pony parties. So I'm now a bit concerned that when this weekend or next weekend, I haven't decided yet, I then go out to do a dressage competition and I'm like, we're going to a pony party. I am a bit concerned that she's gonna get there and go, well, mum, what's this all about? There's no mounted games or loud music or fun or candy floss. <laughs> and there's just cheesy chips and a very quiet arena so yeah um maybe i shouldn't have called everything the same day um but she was amazing and she's got so much from it and what's like from her little mind as a three-year-old she's actually been able to see other children doing it so she's obviously grown up in a very blessed position in the fact that we live on a farm and she's got her own pony and it's all there but she doesn't see other young kids doing it she's not a, like a yard where there's lots of young kids and so I think she'd kind of got it in her head that it was a big person's thing and um since going to the last couple of shows where there's been other little people around I think she's gone ah oh, oh it's it's a thing I can do as well and I'm and I can see myself doing it so yeah, she's definitely much more into the ponies um, than she was, which is amazing um, and nice to see and be part of. Um, yeah, and then we loaded them up and travelled all the way home, stopped at the services again. Basically a coach load of um, old people wanted to speak to the ponies. And especially when they heard they'd been to the Royal Windsor, then they were, became a pest patting ponies again so I think they have got a good second career as that um they traveled beautifully and there was no there didn't seem to be any kind of they seemed to take like they understood it all which was quite 
which was lovely. Um, and that anxiety I spoke about at the start, I've now crossed that barrier now and I know that, and again, it's that comfort zone thing. So my comfort zone now is much larger. So loading up and going to a local show isn't gonna feel such a big thing because we've done something else bigger. So it just kind of, that bit of anxiety is definitely worth it because I feel like I've expanded um, my boundaries a little bit more with us as a team, with taking my daughter with us, with taking the two horses. So yeah, the summer looks really exciting. Um, I've ridden Apple, they obviously had Sunday off and I rode Apple yesterday, which is, because today, yeah, today's Tuesday, I'll ride her later, but I rode Apple yesterday and there doesn't seem to be any kind of hangover from it. She, as I said, there she settled really quickly and I felt really happy that she hadn't kind of stored anything up. She'd felt like she could kind of work it through there and then. Um, and there was no kind of hang-ups there, which is amazing. And yeah, so that's my kind of like debrief about the Royal Windsor. Lessons learned from it. You don't have to wait for perfection to go to something like that. Um, every show day is a way of learning and find things that you want to work on. You know, and just kind of look for those rather than always thinking about it being a rosette. Um, I felt we came away as much as winners as the people that got the rosettes because our horses had proved had become had matured within that time and our relationship with had had, had with them um, and if we'd have waited till we thought that they were going to go perfectly what how many years in the down the line would that have been and actually all of this is a part of a learning curve for us all so um and we just had the best day so yeah can do it don't let anxiety get in your way um and biggest messages is if you want to do it go for it because there's nothing like life's too short that's my biggest lesson from last year when the world collapsed around me um life is too short so after that long waffle how long have i been waffling for Oh, 33 minutes. After that long waffle, have the best rest of your day and I will speak to you soon.